0: and anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links, or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio.
1: As business owners, it makes it even more difficult because we wear so many hats, and we are even more distracted than the average person. (laughs) So we cannot afford to not have our physical space organized because that's really going to impede on our productivity at the end of the day you know
0: this is the photo business help podcast a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally, are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business, too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today, I am speaking with Day Smith, who has been on the show before. She is an organizing expert, both for things in the home, in the office, and especially for small business owners like yourself. She has amazing systems that really, really help get things on track. So if you are listening and you're raising your hand going, me, everything's a mess at my house. This is definitely going to be a couple of episodes that you want to listen to and hopefully maybe even reach out today and see if she can help you. We talk a lot about time being the unrenewable, most valuable resource that we have and the ability to do what you want with your time, spend more time with your kids, travel, whatever it is, sleep in, really starts with not letting stuff pile up around the house and around the office. So if that resonates with you, this is the episode that you will want to listen to, or these two rather. There's two parts as there are with all interviews. Before we jump in to today's interview with Day, here are a couple of announcements that you're going to want to hear. So you all know that I love tarot and I do tarot readings and It's a blossoming hobby that I've been really enjoying, and so I decided to take my tarot knowledge and turn it into a free reading that you can have access to to help you grow in your business. Head to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to answer a few questions and get your free reading that outlines your business energy. This will hopefully help highlight the things that are serving you and helping you to grow, as well as point out some of the things that you might want to look out for that could be holding you back. So head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. Find out what's going on with the energy in your business. Experience a little tarot tossed in there as well. And hopefully get some good ideas for how to grow moving forward. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash reading to get your free reading. You've heard me talk about Flowdesk here on the show before, and it is my favorite, favorite email service provider that I have used. It's super clean, super pretty, but they're changing stuff over at Flowdesk this month or in a few weeks, and they will no longer be offering the 50% off for life offer. This is something they did in their beta It has been a super cool offer. And it's something that if you get in before the beginning of November, you are locked into the 50% off for life offer as well before the prices go up. So if you've been on the fence about trying out Flowdesk, getting your email list set up, all that stuff, you can head over to photobizhelp.com forward slash Flowdesk. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K and sign up to get your first month free and then you'll get 50% off for life after that. It's a really good deal. It shakes out to about $19 a month forever. So if this is on your list, check it out. Photobizhelp.com forward slash Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K, to get your 50% off discount for EVA before they shut things down in a few weeks. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash Flowdesk. Hi, Day. Thanks for joining me again. We're putting on our glasses. I can match
1: your vibes, yes.
0: No one can see this, but if they could, yeah, we, uh, we look very sophisticated. You more than me because I'm in a. I've just like got out of the shower, but.
1: So how are you? I'm great. I am so good.
0: How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's great to have you back on the show again. Uh, thank you for being here. I'm excited to talk about this this stuff we're we've been talking about.
1: I know it's been a few months. I don't even know how long it's been, but. My goodness, we've had a lot of things happening for us both, so it's kind of exciting to revisit and chat, you know? I know. You published a book. That was cool. Yes, I did. Yeah. I did. It was awesome. You know, you have a lot of cool stuff going on as well with your greenhouse. and well, thank you. Stuff. Super exciting.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And since we're going to be talking about organization stuff today, I'll make sure to link to your book in the show notes for those of you... Wondering what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Well, you do a lot of work with organization and we were chatting and I thought it would be really cool. First of all, because I know it's really important to talk to folks about the importance of organization. We had talked a little bit about kind of briefly talking about the importance of like having a space to work in. And then we were going to talk about some like business organizational things. Does that seem like a good place to start? I mean, you can jump in wherever you want to.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great place. We can start there and just see how the conversation goes.
0: Okay. Okay, cool. Well, one of the things I said to you, I don't know, last time we talked about this, I was like, I need to have like my space kind of in order or I can't focus. What's that all about?
1: Oh, that's like... (laughs) Everybody struggles with that. I think we're such visual learners. Like the vast majority of us are visual learners, visual people. So if we see clutter, it, it does all these funky things to us. It makes us feel unproductive. It makes us feel overwhelmed. I heard one organizer say that it creates these invisible to-do lists, right? Like you look at a pile, uh. and all these things like start coming up. Oh, I need to do that. I need to do this. Things that aren't on your to-do list. But it reminds you of that. And then you may have guilt around not doing it. So it's it's so much bigger than just your physical like piles and messy desk and all that stuff. It like affects your, your psyche, it affects your productivity, how you feel about yourself, how you're going to tackle the day. And if you're like me and you, it sounds like I am stagnant. I can't even go forward in my business, even when I was in my corporate field. Like if I didn't have a plan, I'm like, I'm stopping right now and making a plan. Like I can't operate in unstructured environments. And I think that as business owners, it makes it even more difficult because we wear so many hats and we are even more distracted than the average person. (laughs) So we cannot afford to not have our physical space organized because that's really going to impede on our productivity
0: at the end of the day you know yeah and we're you know we're our own bosses so we don't have someone coming in going I need you to clean up that pile of crap in the corner <laughs> yeah, like, are you done yet <laughs> <laughs> that is a hundred percent me like if I get behind let's say I get back from travel and I okay I'm a little OCD but I unpack right away like I I have to you too yeah because it it's interesting that you brought up the word guilt because that's what happens. If I like see a stack of mail and then a pile of laundry and then a suitcase that needs to be unpacked and then like an empty fridge and like all this stuff where like my, like I have like the invisible to-do list is the best way I've ever heard that put because that is how I feel. I'm like, oh my gosh, I already have my work to-do list. And now I have like 16,000 other things that are like you know, coming up around every corner. And so I have to, if I don't stay on top of my, my space. Yeah. I just, I feel like I can't even get started on my work stuff.
1: Yeah. And then you're like, guilty. Like I should have done this. I should have planned better. Mm. I got that going on. That's like unnecessary guilt. So it's just, it's crazy, but that's what that's all about, you know, and everyone has it, but we manage through there's ways to manage things. So we can talk about that, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, first, before we talk about like solutions to that, I'm, you know, everybody's a little different. So everybody has a different tolerance level for like what they can work in and what I'm sure kind of makes them feel crazy. Like me, my tolerance level for like stuff not being done is really low. I have to have it done. What can people, I guess I'm thinking of folks that are like, oh, I just, I can't do that. I'm, I'm, I I don't know how you do that. Or like, how, how do you do that? Like, yeah. Do you know this sort of thing I'm talking about like folks that are like I don't I don't know how you stay on top of everything like what what do you suggest for people that feel kind of overwhelmed and can relate to this like invisible to-do list but like maybe have a different personality type maybe have a different way of doing things like what what's a good place to to start
1: Yeah I think you have made a good point a lot of people start in that I don't know where to start so they put it off and don't do it right so the first thing is just like being honest with yourself on what you need some people do need every day to declutter their desk to start their day. Some people can do it weekly. So kind of figuring out what you need to function is the first step, like what makes you comfortable. And if you're if you're able to function with a little mess, that's okay. Don't make yourself feel guilty if you have some things on your desk or like some clutter temporarily, as long as you have a system to, to turn it around. So what I'll do is I'll ch- talk with people about their like What's your flow? Like, how do you how do you move through your business? Like, how do you move through your home? Like, what do you need? Like, I'll observe, we'll observe things to kind of figure out, you know, what are your steps? What are your processes that you have in place? Because you're going to be a creature of habit. And then what are these tiny tweaks we can make? Like, we're not going to overhaul the whole system. We may add a day or a couple of hours to have a to-do list for you to do something different to achieve what you want. For example, if you are the type of person who doesn't like... Clutter every single day on your desk. What we'll do is we'll create you a system to where you set an alarm on your phone, whatever, like 15 minutes before four. That's when you end your day to clean your desk off. That's all you're going to do to make that system work for you. That's where you start. Okay. For me, I like to take Thursday evenings to clean my desk off. So I don't have to have a clean desk every day. Like it, you know, t- today it's kind of, you know, I got piles here. But after Thursday evening, it's going to be clean because I know that's how I like to start fresh on Friday and get ready for the next week that way. So that's my system. So it's just tiny things you do to make it easier and then give yourself some grace, you know, where you may not be able to, you know, if you're busy, you may not be able to follow up on that all the time. But that's where you start. Just start small. Find a little quick thing you can do to change your situation and start there and then and then we'll build up, up that you know
0: yeah I like that idea of of starting small would you say that a way to sort of measure your healthy tolerance level for stuff not being organized is when the guilt starts to creep in is that kind of like like if you can tolerate something that maybe I can't tolerate but you don't feel bad about it you're good but once you start feeling bad about it
1: yes I'm like people are all, if, if you're okay until you're uncomfortable like I feel like people call me the organizer when they're like at their wit's end and they're ready to make a change. But I'm not going out saying, hey, you want to get organized? Hey, you want to get organized? Because they're not ready. Like you will know when you're ready, when you're like at your wit's end. Like hopefully you won't wait that long. Hopefully you won't wait to at a breaking point. But you're like, okay, I need help. I can't function. It's kind of like if you are wanting to, you decide to go to the gym or get serious about your fitness once you say, okay, I'm really uncomfortable way I look at my clothes. I'm really uncomfortable that I get tired walking up the steps, right? And now you're like, okay, I'm going to make a change. So the same thing with organizing, you'll know because you'll be at that level where you're like, I, I'm ready for change. I'm going to make this change. I'm going to make a commitment to do something different. And then you just start taking those steps.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: Yeah. Well, that makes
0: that makes sense. Just like don't want to get to your breaking point. Yeah. So what are your thoughts before we kind of get into like the, the business organizing stuff that we were chatting about? What are your thoughts on people who are, and we're speaking predominantly to small business owners here, photographers are probably the big bulk of that listening to this show. But what about people hiring help? You know, it's, it's something that we're kind of taught is like out of reach until we make so much money or, or whatever. But I've, I've been Reading up a lot on money mindset stuff, one of my coaches, Rachel Rogers, talks a lot about like, this is actually one of the first things you should do in the beginning of business, not a when you make it kind of thing. So what are your, what are your thoughts on that and budgeting for that?
1: I am a huge fan of hiring help. I started hiring early in my business because my reality was I, my bandwidth was probably shorter, smaller. Than others, because I worked, I had little kids. So I knew right away, I'm going to need help early. I hired babysitters. I hired cleaning people. I hired a virtual assistant. I hired someone to do marketing. I hired early because I felt like the, co- the benefit outweighed the cost. So that's what you have to measure. If you feel like you can be more productive with help, so you got to vet people, then hire. There's no need for you to run around in circles and wear yourself out. When there's an, a qualified expert to do the job much more efficiently than you ever could, that you can outsource that. So if you feel like something is that is important in your business, is out of your wheelhouse, taxes, social media, organizing, whatever, you hire someone so that that can get you to focus on your business. You are the CEO of your business. You're not the CEO of you know making sure your papers are filed or or whatever you know. So. You know, I feel like be normalized getting help sooner if you can, but obviously make sure that it's in budget and you really bet the help that you're going to get, that they're going to add more value to you in the short term and long term,
0: Well, and this has been a huge one for me, too, because I like that you said, like, these are folks that can do it better than you can. And that is such a huge one for me to recognize, because I think we can all... And I totally got caught in this trap early in in Jennings photo, like in the early years where I was like, well, I can do it. So I'm going to do it because why would I spend the money or whatever? And so I was like hating my life doing my taxes and, you know, like spending like entire, you know, Sundays like cleaning because I was working and busy during the week and then shooting weddings on Saturdays. And like, I was like, this is dumb, you know, because now I'm even though I can do it, I I don't have time for other things that are really important, like self-care stuff. And just like, you know, it's just always trying to get all these things done because I could do them. And as soon as I got like a, a bookkeeper, an accountant, I hire someone just once every quarter to clean. So that's like the deep clean stuff where I'm like, I do not want to do the stove and the tub and like, like to the level that it needs to be done. I'm not like I, it takes me forever. And it sounds... I don't know. I think this is the money mindset stuff where it's like, oh, oh, you can't clean your house. Like whatever. I don't know how we're raised or what that voice is. But like as soon as I got some of this stuff off my plate, it freed me up to do so many other things in my business. And not only that, like the help that I do have is so minimal. So I think when we think of help, we're like, oh, I don't have hundreds or thousands of dollars, you know, just lying around. But it it doesn't have to be that. It could be like a couple hundred dollars every couple of weeks, that you'd normally spend going out to eat or whatever.
1: Or now that it's freed up, you can go and make that money. Because now you have yes another client. I have a business client who I organized for. And he was on the fence like, you know, I can have my staff do this. I'm like, but your staff needs to do the work for the customers. Like, you know, you're going to take them away from producing the work for the customers to do something that they kind of want hired for and the learning curve for them to know how to put it in order, the things I already have here, that's going to that's gonna make it a longer process. They're going to get frustrated. So you can think about that too, like the learning curve. And if, if you're doing it, what are you not doing for your business? If you're cleaning and posting and doing your your taxes, then you're not able to go out and complete the jobs or network or whatever you need to do for your business. So the trade-off is there for sure.
0: And I think the thing that ends up happening, it's not that you can't sustain that, but I think what I've seen is that's the difference between what I call the hamster wheel and like growth. Mm -hmm. So like you can just maintain and juggle it all, you know, but you're not going to have any room or space or energy to grow your business. So if, if you, if that's something that you want, if you want more clients, more money, you know, if you want to scale, whatever you're doing, you definitely at some point need to hand it off.
1: Yeah, and it won't be, it may not be exactly how you would do it because the business is your baby, you know, but sometimes done is better than perfect. Yep. <laughs> and like give feedback, you know, around what you want. But I think that hiring help or, you know, normalizing getting help is definitely something us business owners should think about doing for our own sanity <laughs> and success in our business. For yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So for part two of this interview, we're going to jump into all of the tips and stuff that you prepared for just like within the business to get organized. So this is sort of like the this is sort of just like your daily life now. And we'll talk about the business. But before before we jump off, where can people find you if they want to get in touch?
1: Yeah. So you guys can find me on all the social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest at at simplicity by day day you can also schedule a one-to-one consultation at meetwithday.com, just to confuse you guys. Meet with day. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, my website is simplicitybyday.com. You can find all, you know, all about me, all about how I can help you in the services I provide. So hope you guys will connect with me. I love to chat with y'all and see how we can help each other with uh, your business organization.
0: Yeah, cool. I mean, this is so important and um I hope that if someone is listening and they're like I know I am really disorganized, yeah. you're the person. You're the person. So, stay tuned for part 2 and thank you for this chat. We'll we'll pick up in a little bit. Thanks, Day. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for part 2 of this two-part interview with Day Smith. In the meantime, check out her stuff. The links are in the show notes and she is looking forward to connecting with those of you out there that know you need to invest in yourself and your business and get organized. I will be back with part two in a couple days. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out ProPhoto. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. With top of the line dedicated web hosting and amazing support, let ProPhoto partner with you to make your website a great one. For listeners of the Photo Business Help Podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code photobizhelp. So whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about 8 years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25 per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code, PHOTOBIZHELP. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key.